Here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, the greatest podcast in the history of mankind. I'm your host, as always, Humble Dusty Smith. How the fuck are you guys doing? Did you have a good weekend? I miss Friday's show because it's Valentine's Day, apparently. I forgot it was Valentine's Day, so I had to do, like, Valentine's stuff. And by Valentine's stuff, of course, I mean butt stuff, which I did. Did all the butt stuff. Got that out of the way, so... Got a great show for you guys tonight. Got a lot of stuff to cover. I'm going to be going through it at breakneck speed. Missed you guys. Thank you for joining me. Appreciate it. Start off the show by e-begging, as always. If you guys want to support the show, please consider supporting the show. I don't make any money off the ads for this show. The only way I make money is you guys users support this show. So uh, I'm down to $958 a month on Patreon. So if you guys can... Chip in a dollar or two a month, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you can afford. Like it really helps. Uh, much, much of the money goes to the Human Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary. We rescue cute little dogs and cats. Got an interesting story to talk about the animals at the top of the show. But anyway, please help me out, folks, so I can continue doing this show. Especially if you want us to me do two shows a week. I really need the help. Uh, we were up to twelve hundred something dollars. We've lost like three hundred dollars or something off the show. So whatever you guys can do to help. Much appreciated. Please help me out. And always, Super Chats. Like one of the show, Super Chats. No questions dodged. Every question answered. By my love, the more you contribute on the Super Chats, the more serious I take your questions. So, stump the band. Ask me anything. I don't run away from whatever you guys say. And Aspetch, always the first one to Super Chat me. Says, fur the fur, babies. Much love as always. Much love to you. And Aspetch. Good to see you tonight. Appreciate you tuning in, and thank you for all the support. CJ Colbert, $5. What the fuck is with Richard Dawkins? Not making the atheist side look good these days. Looks like an action-packed show. Can't wait. And uh, speaking of our little kitty cats, come here, baby. Let's show everybody how pretty you are. Come on. This is uh, Cece, who don't want to be a star, but I'm going to make her. Let me, let me let you be a star, baby, just for a second. Just for a second, be a star. Show everybody how pretty you are. She's like, no, Daddy. I don't want to be your star. All right, go ahead. You're free. One of our cute little fur babies here. So uh, really appreciate that. If you guys can support the show through Super Chat, it's a great way to do it. Really appreciate it. And as always, we have our first sponsor, Vikings Lair. Not making too much off the sponsor, but making some. So like, at least they're sponsoring the show. I really appreciate it. They have uh, all kinds of like Viking branded uh, merchandise. So if you guys like the Viking lifestyle, make sure you go check that shit out. They sent me a wallet, but I haven't got it in yet. So I'm going to show you guys on the next show. I mean, if you use uh, the coupon code DUSTY, you get 15% off at Vikings Lair, so be sure to do that. And uh, that would be cool as shit. We really appreciate that. Holy shit, I just got a $100. Goddamn, that was nice. Lobo gave me $100. Very generous. I think that's the largest donation I've ever got. Hey, Dusty, here's a little something to prime the pumps tonight. I said I'd make a nice donation soon. Hopefully this qualifies. I'll send you an email one of these days soon. Oh, yeah, definitely. Send me an email. I... Uh, I'm assuming that you're the one that I said that I was going to talk to on uh, email, or we can talk through Discord or whatever, but whatever, it's very generous of you, really appreciate appreciate that Lobo, you are the fucking man, definitely started me off well tonight, so I'm excited for the show tonight, so what else you guys have to say, cool, 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 um, do boom, Lobo, damn, yep, very nice of Lobo, he fucking rocks, I've been, uh, Trying to think of a new rebrand for the show. I don't know if you guys have seen my new rebrand for the show, but I have some ideas. Um, I'm not sure I'm actually going to rebrand the show. I might leave it at the Godcast because I already built up this brand. But um, you, you might have saw the picture at the beginning of the show that I made as a joke. It's supposed to be funny, but I kind of like it. It's kind of cute. 
this uh, the Dusty Smith show, and I basically took the Colonel Sanders anime picture they made for the KFC game. I love you, Colonel Sanders, which I played on uh, my last stream. I think I did that Saturday. Spent four and a half hours playing this game where it's a dating sim for KFC, where the whole purpose is to make Colonel Sanders fall in love with you. And I sort of won the game and sort of didn't. Pretty entertaining. If you guys want to check that out, be sure to do so. But I kind of look like a little bit of a doppelganger. He's a little bit younger than me. A little bit more of a chiseled jawline. But similar. Similar to Mr. Colonel Sanders here. At least the anime version. I got the cute little kitty cats here. So that's pretty cool. We'll be looking into more of that later. And I uh, thought I'd start the show talking about something that happened to me today. True story. So uh, you guys know that we have like a animal sanctuary, right? We go to the basically the shelters and we ask them who has been there the longest and who's about to be put down and we try to take the dogs or cats and give them a good forever home so they don't get killed by the animal shelters because there's not enough people out there that want all these pets and uh, they put them down all the time and I just can't stand to see that so we we do what we can here but the very first rescue I ever got was my full-blooded Rottweiler Um, her name is Molly and I was told that she was rescued from a dogfighting ring. They were breeding her to dogfight. Now, whether that's true or not, I have no idea. That's what I was told, so could be true. Anyway, she was the first one we ever got, and for whatever reason, we decided not to have her fixed because this is before we got all the other dogs, before we started rescuing all the animals. So I thought to myself, well, maybe someday we might want some cute little Rottweiler puppies, so let's not have her fixed just yet. So time goes on, and we start rescuing all these other dogs, and I keep meaning to have her fixed, but I never do. And uh, as many of you may know, dogs can only get pregnant when they're in heat. So when she's in heat, we basically just separate her from the rest of the dogs because she's the only one that's not fixed. Um, so we have this pendant area for all the dogs, this 50 by 50 fenced in area they spend most of their days in. And then we have another area in the backyard that's like a smaller 10 by 10 fenced in area. And so we basically separate her when she's in heat. Pretty sure you guys can see where this is going, but it's going to get even fucking worse. So today... I decided I want to go to Walmart to buy me some more uh, Diet Sam's Cola because I'm a baller and that's how I fucking roll. And so I'm walking out the front door and almost get to my car and this little black kid, this little black boy walks up to me and says, excuse me, mister, excuse me, real nice kid. And he walks up to this little sister and he's probably, I'm guessing he's probably eight or nine years old and his little sister's about six or seven, little kids. And, uh, and I'm like, yes. And he's like, uh... My dog stuck your dog. And I was like, uh, what? And he's like, my dog is stuck to your dog. And I was like, what? I was like, uh, I, I was wondering, like, if he was saying his dog, like, stuck his face through my fence and bit my dog, or my dog bit his dog as he stuck his face to the fence. And I was like, what? And he said, my dog is stuck to your dog. And I was like, um... Where are they? So I walk around the back, and Molly's gone out of her cage. I'm like, what the fuck? How'd she get out? And she's like, yeah, they're around back. So I walk around the other, the, the very, very back, and there's Molly, butt to butt with this other dog. And the other dog is all knotted up inside Molly. And I don't know if you guys know how dog sex works. You probably do, a lot of you. But those of you who don't, here's how it works. So basically, the dog, the boy dog mounts the girl dog and humps the dog. And then at the base of the male dog's penis, they have this thing called a knot. And the knot swells up with blood when it's inside of the female dog after it's already ejaculated inside. And the dogs are basically stuck together. The knot cannot come out until the male dog kind of settles down a little bit and relaxes. And eventually it goes, the penis goes down a little bit and it comes out. But it basically, it's trapped up inside the female dog to make sure that 
the sperm doesn't spill out and that it ensures that she gets pregnant. And they say that something like 40% of female dogs in heat get pregnant on the first time. So I'm like, oh, God damn it, motherfucker. What is going on here? And so I have to sit there and have this very uncomfortable conversation with these little kids about what is happening here. They have no idea what the fuck's going on. And so uh, I kind of have diarrhea of the mouth a lot of times. I just say whatever's in my head just falls out of my fucking mouth. So I'm like explaining sex to these little black kids who I don't even know. And I'm like, I, I hate to be the one to explain sex to you guys. I don't know if you know how this works, but uh, when the dog gets really excited, he has this thing at the base of his penis called a knot that swells up with blood, and then it gets stuck inside the female dog, and that's what's happening right now. And they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, that's what happens. That's how puppies get made. And they were like, eyes real wide, and this little, especially the little girl didn't know what the fuck was going on. And um, so they're like, can we pull them apart? And I was like, well, we can't really pull them apart because I don't want to hurt them or anything. We just kind of got to wait. So I sit there for 10 fucking minutes having awkward conversations with these kids as our dogs are nodded ass to ass, waiting for them to get unexcited and break apart. And so they're like asking me questions like uh, they're I guess they're curious because I'm the only white guy that lives in the neighborhood. So they're like, oh, well, where are you from? Why do you live here? And I was like, I just like living here. It's an awesome place to live. And they're like, are you going to move soon? I'm like, no, I'm not going to move soon. I like it here. I'm probably going to live here the rest of my life. Like, where are you from? So we have these awkward conversations. And then eventually, after a long period of time, uh, probably 10 minutes pass. And then finally, I guess the male dog settles down enough and his penis comes out of Molly's vagina. And like, just dog cum just spills out everywhere. And so the little girl is like, oh, gross. And I was like, yeah, that's nasty, but that's how puppies are made. And so anyway, they went home after that, got their dog and went home. And I went inside, took Molly inside, and I'm all embarrassed and shit. So apparently I taught some little kids sex today on accident. Hope their parents don't get mad at me about that and whatnot. So I got to take Molly to the vet and get her fixed. Apparently there is a, uh, a shot they can give her. As long as it's within the first 22 days, that basically makes sure that she won't carry the uh, puppies to full term. Because it's like a morning after pill for dogs or whatever. So we're going to have that taken care of. But shit, I should have been on top of it. I should have had her fixed beforehand. Completely my fault, but that was my fucking day. Then I went to Walmart and got my diet sodas. So work this fucking shit out. So how was you guys' weekend? Did you guys have anything fucking interesting like that happen to you? I hope not. Let's see what you guys have to say. Uh, gotta learn sometime, I know, but I don't want to learn from me. How are these kids? Like I said, they were like eight, eight or nine, something like that. Little bitty kids, yeah. Uh, didn't know what the fuck was going on. I didn't know what the fuck was going on at first either, but uh, I figured it out. Why do you know so much about dog sex? The kids probably, yes. I know a lot about, I actually learned about dog sex from like porn online. Like I was at 8chan one time or 4chan or something. At 4chan, maybe before they banned bestiality or something. And then I was like in the gift section and it popped up there and then dog nodding was part of it. I was like, what the fuck? What is happening here? So I learned about dog nodding from, uh, Seeing dogs hump human women. True story. Hey, what are you guys doing over there? As always, we have tons of cats in here. They're very playful right now. Mr. Penguin is getting attacked by Miss Diva, but they're just playing. Um, I can't really show you because I'd have to move the camera. Anyway, I slept in much. Okay, cool. Cultadesi, are you pro-sex ed? Yes, I think kids definitely should know about sex. It would be very handy, so I don't have to explain to them. 
Why the fucking dogs are knotted together ass to ass. That was uh, not the best, not the best way to start my day, but what the fuck are you going to do? Anyway, let me finish out the Super Chats, and I'll start the fucking show. Uh, we also are streaming to Facebook and Twitch. So you guys on Facebook and Twitch, how you doing? Those of you who are watching me on either YouTube or Facebook, you should go watch me on Twitch and help me build up my numbers on Twitch. Twitch.tv front slash Dusty Smith. I've been doing live streams on Twitch, and I'm getting it, trying to get it built up so I can make a partner there. So you guys, be sure to go help me. And plus, there is a custom emoticons now over there on Twitch you can use. So that's pretty cool. Um, how's it going, Dusty? How's it going, Ragnarok? Good to see you. I got a new chair. That's cool. I got my bed chair I'm sitting in. It's not very comfortable, but it works. When I was younger, we had a separate two male dogs who got stuck together from being promiscuous. I didn't even know that was possible, but I guess I can see how that could happen. You know, dogs are gay too. Animals can be gay. Glad to see you took my advice about the whole Twitch thing when I brought it up on your Facebook a while back. Yep, I'm trying to build it up. We did some streams this week. I played a few games. It was pretty fun. Not many people watched, but it was still fun to do. I'm going to read the rest of the Super Chats. Once again, thank you, Belobo. You rock, man. K-Kindor, $2. Please look up Crystal Kaiser and spread the word. Okay, I'll check that out. Send me a link on uh, Twitter. I'll check that out. Brad Elkson, $5. Howdy, Dusty. Couple of questions. Do you think being cynical is a bad thing? And two, how do you deal with fear, anxiety about the future? Much love. Um, I think being overly cynical could be a bad thing, but I think being skeptical is a good thing. Depends on if you mean being cynical or skeptical. I think these are two different things. Um, cynic, being a cynic is basically having more of a negative outlook. And I don't really have a negative outlook on the future. I have a positive outlook on the future for the most part. But uh, I am very skeptical of everybody, and I need evidence before I'm going to believe something. So I think that's the proper way to be if you have a logical mind. Thank you for that. Vicky Westerhaven. What's up, Vicky? My buddy from Denver. Good to see you tonight. It's good to see you, Vicky. Thank you for uh, the $4.99. Very generous. Pierre, $2. I just got here, and that's the first thing I heard. Yep, dog sex. You know, it's Dusty. I always got to tell the embarrassing true life stories that happens. Hey, Dusty. Hey, Ben Davis. How you doing? Thank you for the $10. It's very generous. You fucking rock, man. Glad to see you. Thanks for joining us tonight. Yep, Dusty on Twitch. I am on Twitch. All right, we're going to start the show. I'm talking about Richard Dawkins. Richard Dawkins got in a little trouble. Holy shit, I didn't load up my shit here. I scroll down. See how my links are on my shows. We're on show 92. We made it. Fuck yeah. So you guys know what eugenics is? Um, basically, that's like selective breeding for human beings. Um, it's been around for a long fucking time, but it pretty much is now associated mostly with the Nazis and the German movement. I read a little about it here. Uh, the scientific reputation. Let me try again. The scientific reputation of eugenics started to decline in the 1930s, a time where Ernst Rudin used eugenics as a justification for the radical racial policies of Nazi Germany. Adolf Hitler had praised and incorporated eugenics ideas in Mein Kampf. In 1925, it emulated eugenic legislation for the sterilization of defectives that had been pioneered in the United States once he took power. Some common early 20th century eugenic methods involved identifying and classifying individuals and their families, including the poor, mentally ill, blind, deaf, developmentally disabled, promiscuous women, homosexuals, and racial groups, such as the Roma and Jews in Nazi Germanys, as degenerate or unfit and therefore led to segregation, institutionalization, sterilization, euthanasia, and even mass murder. The Nazi practice of euthanasia was carried out on hospital patients in the Aktion T4 centers, such as Harthium Castle. So, it's a very sore subject with a lot of people, right? Euthanasia has been used as an excuse to exterminate, you know, minorities, Jews, uh, mentally ill people. 
people with mental disabilities, all kinds of shit. So we're going to broach the subject of eugenics. You have to be very careful in how you frame it because, you know, people are sensitive about the subject and rightfully so. Which brings me to Richard Dawkins. For some reason, I don't know why Richard Dawkins tweeted this. Like, nobody asked. Literally, nobody fucking asked whatsoever. And he just decided to spout this shit out. It's one thing to deplore eugenics on an ideological, political, moral grounds. It's quite another to conclude that it wouldn't work in practice. Of course it would. It works for cows, horses, pigs, dogs, and roses. Why on earth wouldn't it work for humans? Facts ignore ideology. It's like, what the fuck? Why are you talking about this, Richard Dawkins? Literally, no one asks you this shit. No one questions whether you can selectively breed humans for certain traits or not. We know that's possible, right? No one is arguing against that, so why are you making this fucking statement? It doesn't make any sense, right? Um, the, the question is, should you do it? The question is, the things that we're selecting for are evil. And so, like, it's not amazing, right? Um, and as Ned Hartley said, all of Dawkins' tweets make more sense if you add Mr. Bond at the end. And it's true. It's like a fucking Bond villain here. Of course, he goes on to try to defend himself. This got 25,000 likes, and he got shit on heavily. And he's like, for those determined to miss the point, I deplore the idea of eugenic policies. I simply said deploring it doesn't mean it wouldn't work. Just as we breed cows to yield more milk, we could breed humans to run faster or jump higher. But heaven forbid we should do it. And I know he's not being sarcastic when he says, but heaven forbid that we should do it. But that's usually what people say when they're being sarcastic. Heaven forbid we should do that. Heaven forbid we should think about that. So that's another th strange fucking thing to say. A eugenic policy would be bad. I'm combating the illogical step from X would be bad to so X is impossible. Who said it was impossible? No one said this. Who is making this claim that it's impossible to selectively breed? Why are you bringing this shit up, Richard Dawkins? It's just weird. It would work in the same sense it works for cows. Let's fight it on moral grounds. and like obvious scientific facts and we lose or best derail the argument. So needless to say, people were a little raw about this. The serfs are like, hey, remember that time you were on the Lolita Express, Jeffrey Epstein's plane? Yeah, that's not amazing. And Sean is like, what does work mean, Richard? Yeah, explain that shit. What do you mean by it would work? What are you wanting to select for that would work? Not amazing. Um, so he took a bunch of shit for that for other people. Faye pointed out that he's actually spoken out what seems to be in favor of eugenics in the past where somebody mentioned that they were having a uh, kid with Down syndrome, and he said, abort it and try again. It would be immoral to bring it into the world if you have the choice. That's eugenics, dude. You're saying it's immoral, dude, but you're advocating it right here. What's up, Richard Dawkins? Come on, man. Hey, Richard Dawkins is like one of my fucking heroes, too, but he says some bad, stupid shit sometimes. I'll tell you what. And uh, Dr. Karen James, what's up, Dr. Karen James? There's too many people replying to Doc's eugenics tweet with no, uh it doesn't work here examples, not enough with despite its sneaky framing, this tweet is supportive of eugenics. Look no further than the fact there's now a trending discussion about whether eugenics works. And it was. It was like trending on Twitter about eugenics where all the racists were out, you know, yeah, it would work. Maybe we should think about it. Richard Dawkins makes some excellent points there. No. No, Richard Dawkins. What the fuck, dude? And uh, another doctor, Dr. Julie Blumart. Bl Blomerarchs? I don't know how you pronounce that. As an evolutionary biologist, it's my responsibility to denounce this clown. Richard Dawkins is now supporting eugenics. 
which is obviously indefensible. Now, I know what Richard Dawkins was saying in his tweet. He's basically saying that, hey, you can selectively breed all animals, and humans are animals, and if we selectively bred us for certain traits, it would work. No shit. Like, who is arguing against this? I don't even understand. I don't get it, Richard Dawkins. It's like you're just trying to be controversial for no fucking reason, dude. Why are you bringing that shit up? And uh, this is basically what he's saying. Something. Look, I'm not saying we should kill kittens. Obviously, that would be evil and wrong. I'm just saying that if you wanted to kill kittens, you could fire bullets into their skulls and it would work. Facts, ignore your ideology. I have no idea why I felt the need to say this. That's basically the same thing. He's just saying, no duh bullshit, but why are you saying it? Literally, no one has argued against you, dude. And, uh, of course, people made fun of him. It's pretty funny. This is a tweet somebody obviously made up just to mock him. It's one thing to deploy eugenics on an ideological, political, moral grounds. It's quite another to conclude that it wouldn't work in practice. Why on earth couldn't we cross humans with snails to create leg snails? Snails with human legs. We could ride them as one now rides a horse and perhaps someday even marry them. Excellent point. I want me a snail bride. I got a lot of slime and shit, so you don't have to need lubrication or anything. Just makes sense to me. So anyway, that was the trouble Richard Dawkins got into this week. I'm going to roll through this shit because I got, look at all the shit I got to cover tonight. I don't know how much I'm going to get into tonight, but man, I got a lot to cover since I missed last Friday's show. So we're going to go breakneck speed tonight. What you guys got to think about that? Do you agree with Richard Dawkins? Or is he weird as shit for bringing this shit up? Lucky first incels can't breed. I guess they can breed. It's just that uh, they don't have access to women. But, you know, incels could fix their bullshit, you know. They could come around and attract women if they just change themselves mildly. Uh, no, he said, if you're a bitch, you should abort a disabled baby. Just in a nice way. Yep, sort of, pretty much. You understand Dawkins' point, but shit on him anyway because you're a PC. Nope, totally. Totally fucking PC. That's what you should take away from that. I understand his point. I just don't know why the fuck he's bringing this shit up when no one's asking about that. He should be talking about the evils of why we don't do eugenics instead of saying, it would work. Hey, it would work if we tried it. Obviously. But anyway, let's move along. Don't talk about uh, oh, Mike Bloomberg. Fuck this motherfucker. God damn it. We got an oligarch trying to buy the presidency. Now, I made a statement on my Twitter last week that uh, whoever gets the nomination on the Democrat side, even if it's not, Bernie Sanders, we should still vote for because it's very important to get Trump out of office. And uh, I got to take part of that back. If it's Mike Bloomberg, I don't recommend voting for him. I think it sets a very dangerous precedent uh, precedent and a president to allow a billionaire just to buy the fucking presidency, which is what the fuck he's doing. So this guy is a Republican, okay? He ran as a Republican mayor. He spoke at the Republican National Convention in support of George Bush. Last year, he uh, basically became a Democrat again. He hasn't been a Democrat in many years, but he re-registered as a Democrat just fucking last year so he could run as a Democrat. And it's very obvious that the DNC and Bloomberg don't really give a shit if Trump is elected president again. They have no problem with that. They just want to ensure that Bernie doesn't get the nomination because they're terrified that they might lose a dollar or two by having to actually pay their fair share in taxes. So that's the only reason this guy has jumped in the race and he's spending all this money to try to buy the presidency to keep Bernie Sanders from winning. So a lot of new video and old interviews he's done have come to light that show just what a racist Republican piece of shit this motherfucker is. And we're going to take a look at a few of them. Here's one of them. 
let's start right off. And he sounds exactly like every other right-wing chud anti-SJW on the internet. Joe Biden went out and apologized for being male, over 50, white. Um, he apologized for the one piece of legislation, which is actually a pretty good anti-crime bill, which if the liberals ever read it, most of the things they like would be is in that bill. They should have loved that. But they didn't even bother to read it. You're, you're anti-crime. You must be anti-populist. Joe so Biden. basically he said he went out there and apologized for being a straight white male. Never apologize for being a straight white male. Oh my God. The white people are being discriminated against. It's the same stupid bullshit. And then he touts his uh, tough on crime bill. Uh, he should have fucking backed up his tough on crime bill. It was awesome. It's awesome to be tough on crime. But we see here his tough on crime rhetoric is just racism. That's all it boils down to. Black people commit all the crimes. Let's lock them up. Let's hear some more examples of this fucking racist bullshit. Dudes, please don't let this guy get any goddamn weird near the White House. They just keep saying, oh, it's a disproportionate percentage of a particular ethnic group. That may be, but it's not a disproportionate percentage of those who witnesses and victims describe as committing the murder. In that case, incidentally, I think we disproportionately stop whites too much. And minorities too little. Good fucking Lord. Yeah, we stop white people too much. We need to focus more on black people. Racial profiling. Very important, folks. Good God. He tried so hard to defend his stop and frisk where they just flooded black neighborhoods with cops. who You know, shithead cops. All cops are bastards, you know. There's no wonder black people hate cops so much. You flood their neighborhoods, you throw them up against the wall, whether they're guilty or not, start fucking frisking them. And you know fucking cops are assholes, so you know they don't do it gently or nicely or respectfully. And then you wonder, you wonder why black people don't feel like they're wanted members of our society. It's because of motherfucking shitheads, like this goddamn billionaire, this racist fucking billionaire. And let's look at some more examples of this stupid bullshit. Here we go. Here's some more. Mike Bloomberg blaming black folks for 95% of the murders. Shit you not. 95% of your murders, murderers, and murder victims fit one MO. You can just take the description, Xerox it, and pass it up all the time. They are male minorities, 15 to 25. That's true in New York. It's true in virtually every city. And that's where the real time is. You've got to get the guns out of the hands of the people that get killed. She's going to be one of them. Spend the money for a lot of cops in the street. Put those cops where the crime is, which means in minority neighborhoods. So it's one of the unintended consequences is people say, oh my God, you are arresting kids for marijuana that are all minority. Yes. That's true. Why? Because we put all the cops in the minority neighborhood. Yes, that's true. Why we do it? Because that's where all the crime is. And, and they've already shown that white people smoke marijuana at the exact same rate as black people do. Yet black people are arrested twice as much. And he's like, yeah, well, it's fine. That's because we put so many cops in there to bust them. No wonder they fucking hate you, motherfuckers. Good Lord, blaming 95% of the murders on black folks. And I looked it up and it's, something, it's somewhere near 50%, I think. Not anywhere near 95%. But instead of blaming black folks for this, why not look at the root causes of these problems, you know? The fact that hundreds of years of oppression have caused a, black people to have 10 times less wealth than white folks, you know? Less schooling. There's so many 
problems that you can point out that have been caused by the white supremacist power structure. But these motherfuckers love the white supremacist power structure. It's how they got all their fucking money, right? It's how they got all their privilege, how they got all their opportunities. So instead of trying to fix the root problems that are causing this, he just wants to throw blame and lock them all away, right? It's just racist as fuck. Good Lord. This guy's a Republican. Democrats, wake the fuck up. Here's some more bullshit. More racist bullshit from Mike Bloomberg. Example after example of this horrific bullshit. This cohort of black and Latino males aged, let's say, 16 to 25 that don't have jobs, don't have any prospects, don't know how to find jobs, don't know uh, that they, what their skill sets are, don't know how to behave in the workplace where but they let, have to work let collaboratively. Me Cohort. Yes, all these uppity blacks. They ain't got no jobs or prospects. They don't know how to act. I wonder why they ain't got no fucking job prospects, motherfucker. Maybe it's because of dipshits like you stereotyping them, spreading propaganda about them, spreading straw man about them. I mean, not trying to fix the root problems of the lack of education in poor communities, of the fact they actually lack the opportunities, the same exact opportunities that white people have. And we already know that. If you have a black-sounding name, you have to send out 50% more job resumes. We already know that you're privileged if you're white. It's much easier to get a job. So I wonder fucking why they have problems with employment in this country, you motherfucking son of a goddamn bitch. Fuck this guy. This is so infuriating. This guy's worth 65 fucking billion dollars. Gonna fucking buy the presidency with this racist ass. And the DNC just gonna let him have it, man. They're so fucking scared of Bernie, they're gonna let him fucking have it. No. Fuck this. And here he is, after he's been racist as fuck, basically saying, oh, the problem is we give too much money to poor people. That's the real problem. Entitlements. That's what's going to bankrupt us. Not the fact that motherfuckers like me have 65 goddamn billion dollars. More money than I could spend in 10,000 fucking lifetimes. That's not the problem. The problem is we give too much fucking money to the poor. Listen to this cocksucker. And I don't mean that in a gay way. I mean that in a bad way. The bottom line is we have to find ways to do more with less or, in any case, spend less. And spending less unless you can find a ways generally means that you can't do everything you want. And uh, there's just not people that say, well, there is uh, corruption and waste. I mean, it is so trivial. It probably costs you more to find it than we, not that we shouldn't go after it. But let's get serious. The entitlements are going to bankrupt us just like the pension system and healthcare is going to bankrupt corporations. And we have to find some ways to do it. The, the That's right. It's the poors. Giving too much money to the poor. It's the welfare state. we got to eliminate that. No, motherfucker. we got to start taxing goddamn billionaires like you. Maybe put this motherfucker in jail, in my opinion. Like, not just at first. I'm talking about taxing him where you take the vast majority of his money away from him. And then if he tries to fucking hide it, if he takes it to offshores, if he tries to fucking... What you doing, buddy? If he tries not to pay his fair share, lock his ass up. That's my opinion. Don't make this guy president. Make him president of the fucking jail cell. Fuck him. And um, here he is saying that, hey, you know what we need? We need to double the classroom size for teachers. Yeah, that makes sense. This motherfucker's daughter went to a K-12 
school, the spent school, where the tuition was $54,000 a year, where the ratio of faculty to students was 6 to 1. But for you motherfuckers who can't afford fancy-ass schools for your children, he wants to double the classroom size of your fucking children. Look at this fucking asshole. In education, it is quality of teacher, quality of teacher, quality of teacher. And I would, if I had the ability, which nobody does really, to just design the system and say, ex cathedra, this is what we're going to do, uh, you would cut the number of teachers in half, but you would double the compensation of them, and you would weed out all the bad ones and just have good teachers. And double the class size with a better teacher is a good deal for the students. Yeah, what a great deal! I don't practice what I preach, of course, because the school I send my daughter to has a six-to-one ratio, but yeah, I'm going to double the fucking class size for your kids. That's a great idea, isn't it? No. No, it's not, you fucking piece of shit. And uh, here he is, talking about what good friends he is with Donald Trump. And it's no wonder he was a Republican until fucking last goddamn year. You say that you're a big fan of Donald Trump. I friend of Donald Trump's. He's a New York uh, well, you've icon. You've actually been quoted saying you're a big fan, but let me ask you, do you take him seriously as a presidential candidate? And what do you think of him making such a big deal about the issue of whether or not Barack Obama was born in the United States? Look, anybody can run for president if you're 35 and an American citizen and born here. The president was born here. This birther issue is more than one person. There's a lot of uh, groups that have glommed on to this. Yeah, it's okay that Trump was fucking racist shit, talking about the birth issue. A lot of people have done that. Let's not even talk about that, fucking dickhead on Fox News. And uh, guess what, folks? On top of everything else, he's also a transphobic piece of shit. Yep, I shit you not. Let's listen to this transphobic bullshit. Good Lord, this guy's a ghoul. Think about it. If you think about it, we, the intelligentsia, people who could make it into this room, um, we believe in a lot of things in terms of equality and protecting individual rights that make no sense to the vast bulk of people. They're not opposed to you having some rights, but there's a fundamental disconnect between us believing the rights of the individual come first and the general belief around the world, I think it's fair to say, that the rights of society comes first. And so um, I don't know how many of you are familiar with the, uh, the bathroom issue in, in, in the United States. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. If you want to know, is somebody a good salesman, give them the job of going to the Midwest and picking a town and selling to that town the concept that some man wearing a dress should be in the locker room with their daughter. If you can sell that, you can sell anything. Yeah, trans women are just men in dresses. Good fucking Lord, he's a Republican. He's even a, like, a, a, I don't say far right, but pretty fucking far right Republican. This is the same exact goddamn talking points the alt right uses. What in the fuck, DNC? What? This is so frustrating. How is this fucking possible? But I guess, you know, it's America, capitalism. You can fucking buy the fucking presidency if you want to. And, and he say, he, he's even a fucking idiot, man. This dude walks up to him and gets him to stay, say stop and frisk for a picture. And he fucking does it. Doesn't even goddamn think about what's happening that he's being mocked. Hey, Mike, say stop and frisk. Racist piece of shit. <laughs> you racist piece of shit, yep. Love that guy. But you can see how he said it without thinking. And then, and then he was like, oh, okay. Now I get it.
You're trolling me, punking me. Yeah, you get punked, dipshit. Good fucking Lord. And guess what? On top of all that, not only is he racist, not only is he transphobic, not only is he a piece of shit that wants to lock up black people for smoking marijuana, he also has 40 sexual harassment and discrimination lawsuits brought against him. The dude is a serial sexual harasser like Donald Trump is. They're the fucking same person, basically. They want to run the same person, both on the Republican and the Democratic side. This is America, folks. 64 women. Whole article in GQ magazine about it. Just, it's just... It, this, this world has to be a comedy. It has to be a dark comedy. There's no way this society can be real. I just don't fucking believe it. Seriously. And Ted Danson, piece of shit Ted Danson, endorsed Bloomberg. It's a big club, folks, and you and I ain't in it. Ted was literally just getting arrested with Jane Fonda for climate protests, and now he's backing the fossil fuel baron. Yeah, who gives a shit? Here he is in blackface. You so cool, Ted fucking Danson. Cheers, motherfucker. And uh, this woman, queen, love her. People have to start speaking out. She actually read on stage. And uh, they cut her mic real fast. But she said what she needed to say. <laughs> I am that excited. That is not democracy. That is plutocracy. Yep, they cut her mic real quick. That's what it is. It's plutocracy. He's buying you, boo. Fuck all you motherfuckers. Fuck all you goddamn sellouts to democracy. You've sold your fucking souls, motherfuckers. This is not how democracy is supposed to work. The rich people are not supposed to be able to buy our goddamn elections. You're letting it happen. You're fucking booing this woman who has more guts than any of you ever goddamn dreamed of. You fucks. So goddamn infuriating. And, uh, this is how much money this motherfucker has. Seriously. If you have $500 in the bank, and you spend $2.75 on a subway swipe in the crumbling MTA, a billionaire like Mike Bloomberg, who has $64 billion in the bank and spends $350 million on TV ads, bragging about how good of a mayor they were, you spent more of your wealth than the billionaire has. Eat the fucking rich, folks. If this isn't proof that money gives you more power in society that they shouldn't fucking have, nothing will, nothing will. These people should not be allowed to have this much power. They absolutely should not have. And if you disagree, you're a bootlicker. That's all there is fucking to it. You might as well lick his goddamn taint. There should be a wealth cap. I totally agree. The case of Bloomberg illustrates very well how money equals political power, and it's unhealthy for democracy when there's so much power concentrated in one person with no accountability to the people whatsoever. Bloomberg has $62 billion. He has spent more than $350 million on ads. I think it's $400 million now. $400 million. He has bought political operatives in almost every state. He gave the DNC $800,000 to change the debate qualification rules to allow himself in. He will buy the support of politicians. That's exactly what he's doing. He is buying the election. We cannot allow this to fucking happen. Hell to the no. And did you guys know that he literally hired the marketing team behind the Fire Festival to make his online campaign means. Now, you got to give it to him. As much of a scam and a horrific outing as the Fire Festival turned out to be, the advertising department actually did a great job selling this fake bullshit to rich kids and conning them out of their money. So I guess, you know, it's a natural that somebody like Bloomberg would hire these crooked motherfuckers to run his campaign. Unlimited wealth. 
to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. And so what they've been doing now is they're going online and they're bribing teenagers. They're bribing these online influencers. Some team memes, memers, many of whom can't yet vote, were excited about the prospect of working with Bloomberg. I would be down. Bread is bread, said the 15-year-old man of Big Dad Whip. That would be kind of dope. I could say I helped a presidential candidate. Yeah, these little kids. Gonna fucking use their platforms to get bought out by Bloomberg to try to help this motherfucker become president. What, what do they give a shit? They can't even vote. And here's some examples of this cringy-ass um, advertising campaign. This, I guess, uh, guerrilla advertising campaign that they're trying to start on the internet. These are a bunch of different meme accounts on Instagram that got paid by Bloomberg to make these posts. Hello, Jerry. My granddaughter showed me this account. Your memes are very humorous. Can you post a meme that lets everyone know I'm the cool candidate? What did you have in mind? Oof, that will cost a billion dollars. What's your Venmo? <laughs> so clever. All oh, these are so clever. And there's example out of example out of example of him doing this. Him buying up all these goddamn influencers. It's just so depressing, folks. We have to get this money away from these fucking billionaires. It just don't make any fucking sense. And he's, uh, you can earn $150 by making custom content that tells us why Mike Bloomberg is the electable candidate. Who can rise above the fray, work across the aisle so all Americans feel heard and respected. That's what he's putting out there. If you're one of the many, many wannabe social media celebrities with between 1,000 and 100,000 followers, and no shame, you can earn $150 making custom content that tells us why Mike Bloomberg is electable candidate who can rise above the fray, work across the aisle so all Americans feel heard and respected. Yep. You want to sell yourself for $150? You want to sell your goddamn country out for $150? Well, now's your chance, blue lickers. Do it. It's $150. Wow. Think of all that money you're getting. It's just, damn it, folks. It's just very frustrating. And you got to wonder, at this point, who is being bought out? Who in the media is getting under-the-table hush money to support Bloomberg? I don't want to start any conspiracies, but uh, Soledad O'Brien, looking at you. Here's uh, Mahdi Hassan, who truthfully says he has so much to apologize for, not just racist stop and frisk, but his comments about women. They're already a right-wing, racist, misogynist billionaire in the White House. Why swap him for another one? And Soledad Brian says, love you, but this is absurd. Oh, is it absurd? Hmm, you didn't think it was absurd, Soledad, when you were saying exactly the fucking same thing. I'm sorry. Oh, where he says or was it? Oh, you're here. I will say what I've said a million times. With his quotes about stop and frisk, black woman will not ever support Mayor Bloomberg's candidacy. Like, ever. You're literally saying exactly the same thing the guy just said. That you said was absurd. Why are you changing your opinion out so did I, Brian? Do the checks clear? So disappointed. Good Lord. Our democracy is in peril, folks, like it has never been in before. And it's coming from the fucking DNC this time. Supposedly our fucking side. Hell to the no, to the no, 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 no. Who with me? All right, I saw my rant about Mike Bloomberg. Fuck this motherfucker and fuck everybody who's supporting him. Hardcore. Oh, and I want to talk about Bill Maher right quick. Of course, Bill Maher, after I just showed you he's racist, sexist, all that bullshit. Bill Maher, of course, got to attack liberals for calling him racist. Um, he basically went on, he was like, well, we got a new Democratic candidate now, and we know he's doing well because the liberals are calling him racist. And when the audience booed a little bit, he's like, yeah, keep booing. That's how you lost the last election. Fuck you, Bill Maher. Why are you bootlicking, Bill Maher? No, that's not how we lost the last election. We didn't lose the last election by standing up 
to oligarchs. We lost the last election because motherfuckers like you helped that shit to happen, in my opinion. Right? By saying stupid shit like this. Just, goddamn, it's frustrating. Why is Bill Maher still a thing? This fake-ass goddamn lefty on HBO. HBO owned by millionaires and billionaires. You know they don't fucking want Bernie Sanders to win. You know fucking Bill Maher doesn't really want Bernie Sanders to win. Runs what the fuck he says. All these motherfuckers are just so frustrating and irritating. Can't stand it. Anyway, let's check the chat. Now that I'm done ranting about goddamn Bloomberg. Fuck that motherfucker. Not in a good way. Read the super chats. For the kitties from Spike Thorn Nebula. Thank you, Spike Thorn Nebula. You rock. Over there in Canada. Love you. Mr. Bad Geisen, $5. Donate to the volunteer for Bernie Sanders. Save capitalism from capitalism. Save the Democratic Party's from Democrats. I know, right? If they steal this shit from Bernie, I am done with the DNC. The Republicans could just take this shit. I just become nihilistic. They could just burn the fucking shit to the ground. I don't even care anymore. Like, what the fuck can we do? Uh, FRB0101 says, get your dog fixed. Don't explain how copulation works to kids. I know. I'm working on it. I should have done that. My bad. I fucked up. I'm taking care of it. Thank you for that. appreciate that. I will use your $5 to get that girl fixed. And More Super Chats, please. Please support the show if you can. I wish you guys were the cat, but there's, I have Cece right here, but she don't want to be a star. You want to show Cece? You want to be a star right quick again? She's such a sweet girl. This is Miss Diva's little baby. Don't scratch my face, baby. Daddy loves you. Daddy loves you, yeah. You're such a sweet baby. Most of the money goes to these cute little motherfuckers, so if you can support the show, please consider doing so. It means a lot. All right, you go back to sleep, baby. I'm sorry for waking you up. Let's see what you guys have to say in the chatty chat chat. Unregulated capitalism is not the best system. However, greed is evil. But people need goals and things to help motivate them so there can be balance. Yeah, like... I think capitalism is a tool like every other tool that can be used in a positive way, but it definitely needs to be incredibly heavily fucking regulated, a much higher tax system on the super rich than we have now. The system is definitely fucked. Fuck Bill Morris, says Eric Flanders. Agreed. Fuck Bloomberg. Also agree. I can't wait for AOC to be old enough to run for president. She will get my vote quick. I, I heard they're trying to unseat her. So we need to rally behind her too to make sure they don't vote her out. Um... I paid 70000 in taxes last year. Holy shit, you must be rich. And I ain't even well off. I will be broke with two to four years if I don't get working again soon. How did you pay $70,000 in taxes and you ain't rich? That sounds rich as fuck to me. You need to come and donate for my kitties, man. Help a brother out. Let's see, scroll up here and see what you guys going to say. Bread is bread. Famous last words. I know, right? I just sold out my whole country, but at least I got $150. Who gives a shit, right? Just in fucking furiating. Guess you being vegan at all. The only carnivores in the house are your kittens and the dogs. Both of them. Meat eating motherfuckers. I can't like make them eat vegetarian, I guess. But uh, I do what I can for myself. AOC is amazing. Agreed. Love me some AOC. Pretty kitty. Yep. He's a pretty kitty. Yeah, pretty green eyes. Yeah, you are. You're so pretty. You're a pretty girl. Uh, did Dusty already talk about Dawkins eugenics? Yes, I did. That was at the top of the show. That was after the uh, dog sex conversation. The beautiful dog sex conversation. All right. Let's continue on with the show at breakneck speed. Let's roll through this motherfucking shit. Uh, next, we're going to talk about booger eating Nick Fuentes. Booger Eatin' Nick finally got banned from YouTube. You know who Booger Eatin' Nick is? Booger Eatin' Nick is a, a white supremacist, white nationalist, 
who uses his platform on YouTube to try to explain to his followers who are called gropers, who are basically the, the new younger generation of the alt-right, how to use jokes and jokes, quote-unquote, and memes to spread white supremacy and hatred towards minorities. And, you know, he's basically just a giant fucking piece of shit. So, as you can imagine, YouTube has decided that they don't want their platform to be used to spread hatred and, you know, uh, white supremacy, which is exactly their right, exactly what they should do. Like, if I had a platform, I wouldn't want it to be used to allow white supremacists to spread hatred and fear about people, especially people that have been, you know, the most demonized people in society for hundreds of years. Not that cool. So finally they removed him. And of course, right-wing chuds mad about it. Here's the quartering. The quartering is using the quote that was about Nazis to defend a Nazi. The first they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out. They're coming for the fascist motherfuckers. You're defending a fascist with fascist talking points. What is wrong with you? Holy shit. And of course, Count Docula, mad defending him. Um, ben Shapiro, even Ben Shapiro, mad. Nick Fuente was an absolute disgusting shit show. But if he was banned for his idiotic garbage viewpoints rather than for violent threats, YouTube shouldn't be deplatforming him. Yes, they should, motherfucker. They should be deplatforming him. He's a Holocaust denier. He's, a, he's spoken out repeatedly against interracial relationships and marriage. He, you know, he's a fucking white supremacist, white nationalist. These are the exact type of people that should be platformed. These are the same people. These Republican judges are the same exact people that say, hey, a private business should be able to do whatever they want to. They should be able to deny service against anybody they want to. Hey, if a fucking baker won't make you a cake for your gay wedding, just go to another baker. It's a private business, but what, but they're more than willing to go to bat for white supremacists. They have no integrity whatsoever. They just don't give a fuck. A bunch of people are like this. I have a bunch of examples of this. Here's, uh, oh, I mean, uh, the beautiful thing about this is that you know these right-wing chuds want to blame liberals for this and the left for this. Oh, my God, the left hates free speech. They're just getting everybody banned for their free speech, but no. It wasn't actually the left that got Nick Fuentes banned. It was another white supremacist, another white nationalist, J.F. Garepe, bragging about how he is responsible because, uh, I guess, Nick Fuentes called him fat. And so, the right is eating itself! Let's have a listen to him brag about this shit. We had Nick Fuentes essentially uh, negatively cover the TPS stuff and negatively referring to me. And also, uh, to be honest, just making comments about me being fat, which is a violation of TOSs of many social media platforms. I may have caused it. <laughs> he, he, doesn't, sure he, he doesn't dislike him because he's a white supremacist who spreads hatred and fear against minorities. He hates him and got him banned because he called him fat. This is the level of the piece of shit we are dealing with here, folks. There, there is algorithmic systems here. I'm sure that other people were reporting, but I did, I did a a very good job on my side because YouTube doesn't have time to go through a two-hour show, but when you give them the timestamp, they can easily see the TOS violations. Nick Frontes is gone from YouTube thanks to all of the volunteers. Uh, the Antifa volunteers who have contributed to our campaign. So there he is. He's saying he's going to work with Antifa. Anything to get rid of his enemies. And you know, 
The right is eating itself. Notice they never say that. They never say that about their own side. The, the left is eating itself is just a fucking meme. It's just a narrative that is used as a cudgel to attack the left with when the right does exactly the same thing, but they never hold themselves to the same account as they hold the left to. And even Prison Paul was mad about it. Twitch has banned by YouTube. After taking on Conservative Inc. and them all calling for his deplatforming really makes you think. Yeah, it makes you think. You guys are fucking hypocrites. The right are hypocrites. And here he is bragging again about how he's going to get Nick Fuentes banned. Uh, on the chat earlier before the show started. So Nick Fuentes is now in my black book. I've uh, blocked him on Twitter. And uh, I will do what I do when people fall in my black book. I will um, take joy in all of their failures. I will document their failures on this show until the day they die. I will not talk with them. I will not engage with them. And the day they die, I will write their biography and underline just how, uh, how poorly their lives have been spent uh, pursuing bad ideas and uh, being wrong all the time. This will be part of their eulogy. Of course, uh, Nick has decided that Instead of addressing my IDs and my... Anyway, he thinks he's a Bond villain or something. I'm going to put you in my black book and I'm going to... You're going to rule the day you ever fuck with J.F. Garapay. So now all the other right-wing alt-light chuds are mad at white supremacist, white nationalist J.F. Garapay. Ethan Ralph from the Ralph Report. Ralph Retort. Miserable scumbag and alleged sexual predator J.F. Openly celebrating Nick Fuentes getting kicked off YouTube. Yeah, Nick Fuentes has gone from YouTube. Thanks to all the Antifa volunteers who have contributed to our campaign and all the right wing people are shitting on JF Garapay. Love to see it. Love to see them eat their own. It's beautiful, isn't it? Here's uh, Alam Bukhari. Banning Nick Fuentes is another act of political censorship by YouTube. Lots of conservatives go around campuses and say they believe even offensive, disagreeable speech shouldn't be censored. I look forward to them all being both vocal and consistent. No, they should not allow fucking white supremacists to use their platforms. And of course, this is a guy who works at Breitbart News. Of course, Breitbart, Johnny on the spot, Breitbart, who has said that they are the mouthpiece of the alt-right. They want to do whatever they can to defend white nationalists and white supremacists. That's what it's all about, folks. And Roosh, no, Roosh, one of the most famous pickup artists in the world who is now a Christian, he's all mad about it. Nick Fuentes has been banned from YouTube. Trump and the Republicans don't care about reigning in Silicon Valley. We're on our own. What do you want them to do? You want them to go into a private business and tell a private business what they can do? Hmm. Doesn't seem like you guys are very consistent when it comes to this issue. Gay people can just buy another bakery, right? And Richard Spencer, even Richard Spencer, my thoughts on Nick Fuentes are well known. And now is not the time to dwell on them. In this moment, I stand in solidarity with him after he was unfairly deplatformed by YouTube. Well, there's a ringing endorsement, isn't Nick Fuentes? Booger eat Nick! Richard Spencer got your back! Maybe the most famous Nazi in the world! Good going, Nick Fuentes! And Mike Sinovich, creepy Mike Sinovich, controversial YouTuber Nick Fuentes has had his account banned completely by YouTube, which recently announced it was investigating the Young Turks, blah, 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 blah. And the reason they banned him was le completely legitimate, even though he says, my YouTube channel has been wrongly terminated today for alleged violation of hate speech policy. Uh, no, not wrongly terminated. It was rightfully terminated. You are a merchant of hate speech. 
You are a racist piece of shit. Nobody has any obligation to platform you if you're a fucking racist, hate speech, shilling piece of shit. They just don't. Sorry. Find another bakery, motherfucker. And uh, even Andy Warski, Andy Race Warski, former co-host with J.F. Garapay, another racist piece of shit. So Nick Fuentes has been deleted off YouTube. Whoa, he just lost everything he worked for on YouTube in like a split second. Good. I had a conversation with Honest Red on Twitch yesterday about this. And he was asking me if I think that this will actually help Nick Fuentes. You know, the uh, Streisand effect where when you try to ban something, it actually makes it more popular. And in this case, no. If Milo and Alex Jones have taught us anything, it's that when you get banned from platforms like YouTube and Facebook and Twitter, it actually doesn't help you. And the reason is, like Alex Jones has shown us, and I found this out myself, when, when you're on sites like YouTube and then you get kicked off YouTube and you have like your own website with your videos, nobody clicks off YouTube to go to your website to watch videos. Very few people do. People are used to watching videos on YouTube. They're used to reading comments on Twitter and Facebook. And if you actually try to move all that shit to your own website, people just don't migrate over to it. Which we see with stuff like Alex Jones where he's getting like a fraction of the views he used to get when he was on YouTube and Twitter, right? So, no, this won't help him. This will be just like Milo. Milo bitching all the time about how he can't make money anymore because he's been blacklisted. And the exact same thing that will happen to Booger Eating Nick. Good riddance, Booger Eating Nick. Go find yourself a cat boy and settle down. That's my opinion. And uh, now we're talking about Bernie Sanders next. Let me read the chat a little bit first and what you guys got to say in the chat. Uh, no new super chats yet. More Super Chats, please. Please support the show. All that good shit. E-bag, e-bag, e-bag. Um, actually, I take that back. Andy Raceworski isn't gay-sounding because if it was gay-sounding, it'd be cool. Yep, he's definitely not cool enough to be gay, I don't think. What kind of nickname is Andy Raceworski? It's a racist one because he's a racist piece of shit. Hit the like button. Yes, folks, please hit the like button. Very important. As I've spoken about before, I'm not a member of any of these cliques. So it's very hard for me to grow my channel because I don't kowtow to any of the goddamn clicks that you kind of have to be a part of to grow your channel these days through social media. So please like the video, leave comments, share the videos, ring the bell. All very important. If you like the show, please support it any way you can. Um, all right. So that's all I want to talk about now. Let me talk about Bernie Sanders. So Bernie Sanders was having a rally. And uh, apparently this woman came on stage and grabbed the microphone from him. Another one ran up with her shirt off. And I guess they were protesting the dairy industry, which is a good thing in, in theory. I don't know if this is the best way to do it. Like Bernie Sanders, if anything, is, is your ally in this fight. So I don't think going up and interrupting him and pissing him off and pissing off his supporters is, is a very good idea, even though the spirit of protesting the dairy industry, I will agree with you on. But uh, he looks really impressed, don't he? He's like, girl, put those titties away. What's wrong with you? Love me some Bernie Sanders. And it's amazing how hard these assholes on the internet try to make Bernie Sanders look bad, but they just make him look cool. Can boomers make a single anti-Bernie meme that doesn't make him look cool as shit? Yeah, free college? Free weed? Sounds good to me. Free sex? Um, You guys do know that sex is already free, right? Unless, I mean, I guess... You losers might have to pay for it, but most of us don't. Most of it, it's totally free. 
Free health care? Sounds good. Free kittens? Hell yeah. Kittens are usually free anyway. Check Craigslist. Free loans? Let's do it. $15 an hour jobs? Yes, please. Everything free. Cool. I am feeling the burn. Thank you. Thank you for making him look way better than he ever would otherwise. And this video went viral recently. This is a uh, an excellent way to target millennials and Gen X voters with old school phone sex commercials. <laughs> you know what gets me excited? Criminal justice reform. Instead of spending $80 billion incarcerating predominantly poor black and brown people, we should be investing in schools and jobs. No more for-profit private prisons and detention centers. We need living wages in schools. So pick up your laptop and register for Bernie Sanders, the only candidate that's been fighting for racial and economic justice for decades. Hello? <laughs> yeah, I love clean energy. I will call now. I mean, I won't, but, you know, in spirit and everything like that. That's a pretty good ad. And all these people constantly trying to make Bernie look bad. Hank Thomas is a nervous Democratic Socialist in first class. Oh, my God. Imagine Bernie Sanders being in first class. I mean, he's flying all over the country continuously. I ain't going to hate on the dude for sitting in first class every once in a while. But, yep. Okay, but why it looked like Bernie in the back rolling a blunt? And it does. Look at it. Looks like he rolled a blunt about to get high as hell. And you're a creepy white dude filming him without his permission. You're only making him look better. Seriously. Don't think this is going the way you think it's going. And, and apparently uh, Chevy Chase went to New Hampshire. I don't know who drew this, but that's not Bernie Sanders. That's Chevy Chase, clearly. Dude, you need a better caricature drawer than that, in my opinion. So close. So close, yet so unbelievably far. Can you believe this is actually a rally for a 78-year-old presidential candidate? Look at this shit. Love him or hate him, but Bernie is absolutely the coolest candidate in the race. Has the coolest followers, you know. Conservatism is the new punk rock. Nope. Definitely not. Bernie Sanders is the new punk rock. And, uh, oh my God, these motherfuckers. It's just, it's a parody at this point. Bernie Sanders is not a Democrat. I want a Democrat to be my representative as president of the United States. I would allow a Republican to run as a Democrat. Greg Minks, who just endured Bloomberg. A former Republican who registered as a Democrat just last year. How much money are you getting paid, man? How much money does your soul cost to say stupid bullshit like this? Gonna support a racist, sexist, transphobic Republican instead of Bernie Sanders. Shameless. Absolutely shameless with this motherfucking shit. And then, last week, James Carville, snakehead, who was a longtime Democratic operative went out and attacked Bernie, saying all kinds of bad shit about Bernie. So Bernie basically hit back, just like you knew he would. And uh, this is what he had to say about 
old snakehead's bullshit lies that he told about him. James Carville, who's obviously a longtime Clinton loyalist, was supporting uh, Mike Senator Michael Bennett, who obviously dropped out of the primary race last night. He said this week that core Democratic voters aren't interested in being in what he called it, said a cult. He said they're not interested in socialism and revolution and other things he called foolishness. And that quote, I don't know how you win an election 78 years old screaming in a microphone about the revolution. I don't know if he was actually screaming at the time, although it's very possible knowing James. Um, but so I want to I give you a chance to respond. Look, uh, James, in all due respect, is a political hack uh, who said very terrible things when he was working for Clinton uh, against Barack Obama. I think he said some of the same things. Uh, look, we are taking on the establishment. This is no secret to anybody. We're taking on the wall. I guess uh, the former head of Goldman Sachs uh, attacked me uh, yesterday. Yeah, he had We're some taking on Wall as well. Street. He did. Yeah, Wall Street. And the insurance companies don't like me. And you know what? The pharmaceutical industry, which is charging us 10 times more for the same drugs they sell in Canada, they don't like me either. Nor does the fossil fuel industry, because their product happens to be destroying our planet. Nor does the military industrial complex or the prison industrial complex. We True that, L.A. burning, because Bernie actually might fix a little bit of the shit. So James Carville fired back, and he's like, at least I'm not a communist. <laughs> Good one, James Carville. Ooh, sick burn, James Carville. Like, Bernie's not a communist either, man. Bernie's not even a socialist. Bernie is center-left. He's like a, a social democrat, like a Denmark social democrat. It's just fucking crazy, these fucking smear attacks. But this is the asshole we're talking about here. James Carville, who spends his time lecturing Democrats for being too far left. This is his house. Look at this fucking gaudy bullshit. First of all, he's married to a Republican operative. He himself is a fucking Republican operative. Or maybe not necessarily Republican, but conservative. They are conservative. Sorry, folks. The DNC at this point is, is on a worldwide scale, they're center-right. And James Carville is, look at this gaudy-ass shit where he lives. Holy shit! Looks like a little My Little Pony character puked in this room. No accounting for good taste at all, but look at these super rich fucking assholes. So worried they're going to have to pay another dime. Look at the fucking house he lives in. A fucking four-story mansion. No wonder he's terrified of fucking Bernie. You are a political fucking hack. And look at him, when he goes on TV, he tries to dress like he's just a normal person. Where's the little bucket? I'm just like you. I'm just a normal person, just like you. I'm a down-to-earth good old boy. Nope, you're a rich fucking shithead. Married to a goddamn Republican shithead. And you're a fucking four-story mansion. Fuck off, James Carville. For reals, dude. And uh, I love to say this. This is a woman who basically is explaining why she's voting for Bernie, and it's because it's obvious that these media conglomerates like MSNBC that are owned by billionaires who, are, who pay millionaires to try to con you into voting against your own best interests, the public ain't falling for it anymore. And they're telling you.
completely cynical to say that he's lost 50% of his vote um, from the last time when there were two candidates. Now there are multiple wonderful candidates who would Lying be great bucks. presidents and people that we could, I think, that we can unify and get behind. But the, the, the kind of the stop Bernie cynicism, cynicism that I heard from a number of people, I watch MSNBC constantly, so I heard that from a number of commentators, and so that just, it made me angry, and I said, okay, Bernie's got my vote. This is a, such an interesting point. What you're saying is, and, and we take criticism because we're journalists, right? We, we ought to be open-minded. You're saying that hearing from people, whether it's guests, contributors, the conversations you've heard that you felt were dropped, designed to tear down uh, Senator Sanders or quote-unquote stop him, actually endeared him to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I could have chosen a, several candidates, but that's what pushed me over the edge for Bernie. That's really interesting, and thank you for sharing it. See, I knew you. Yeah. Are you going to learn your lesson, you motherfuckers? No, you're going to keep doing it. Keep it up, MSNBC. Lose all that credibility, you stupid fucks. And uh, speaking of James Carville, this guy exposes James Carville for exactly what he is. He's just a, a political hack, right? We'll just say fucking anything. All right, Dave. With me now is U.S. Congressman Ro Khan of California, who's a co-chair of the Bernie Sanders campaign. Congressman Khan, tell me about your reaction to Car Carville says a couple things further. He said Bernie Sanders is not a Democrat. He's an ideologue. Uh, he says uh, this is Carville speaking. It's harder to win with Sanders. Your response, sir. I'd like to remind uh, Jim Carville about his own history. He ran Harris Wofford's campaign in 1991 in Pennsylvania. Guess what Wofford ran on? On single-payer national health care. So Carville obviously knows it can win. he can win on that. Second, Carville, look at what Carville said about Obama. He said the same exact things. Oh, Obama is rolling the dice. Obama is unelectable. Guess what? Barack Obama was a two-term president. So I would want to know what James Carville has to say about the Wofford win and his comments on President Obama. I know about the Wofford win. He overcame a 40-point deficit to beat Thornburg, the former governor. Yep, Carville just say fucking anything. Just another DNC operative who wants to ensure Bernie doesn't win at all costs. I'm sure he'll be supporting fucking Bloomberg. They just don't give a shit. They're so scared. And uh, I guess that's all I'm going to talk about. Bernie Sanders for now. We're going to get into the Trump shit next. But let's stop and check the Super Chats. Lifeblood of the show, Super Chats. No questions, Dodge. Spike Thorn Nebula. How you doing? Good to see you again. $5 Canadian. Another $5 Canadian. Says, now for the puppers. Thank you. I need money to get Molly fixed. And I have to have uh, the morning after pill shot for her. So really appreciate you guys helping me out with that. Jenny Rue, $2. Hope Bernie wins. Some money for the bees. Appreciate it. I hope Bernie wins too, man. I'm, I'm, I'll be done with the DNC, man. I'm going to be nihilistic as fuck if they fucking screw Bernie again. Just wait. Rex Abbott, 299, Australian. Help us, Bernie Juan Kenobi, you're our holy hope. I know it feels like that. It feels like desperate times at this point. And uh, speaking of desperate times, take a moment here to show you Miss Diva. Hey, Miss Diva. Miss Diva is the mama cat to a lot of these cats around here. She's the one we rescued from underneath our house. And she's so sweet. She loves her daddy, don't you, Miss Diva? You're a good girl, aren't you? You're a good girl. Would you pick your head up? Mwah. I love you. You're such a sweet girl. She was so feral when we got her. She was like climbing the walls, trying to escape. And now she's just always in my lap, loving on her daddy. Definitely domesticated now. So that's where the money goes. Please super chat me if you can. Uh, Large Mars gave me $2. Thank you, Large Mars. Hey, Big Bad Gangsta gave me $10. Very generous. Super chat. 
Awesome. You rock, bit back, gangster. Really appreciate that. You are the man. More super chats, please. Dusty Kalkalinski, destroyer Carvel in an obey. Didn't see it, but I'm glad to hear it. And Cam Ruby gave me $9.99. Very generous, Cam Ruby. Love me some Cam Ruby. Appreciate that. You're an amazing human individual. Carvel endorsed Steyer. Well, I mean, when when it's come, when Steyer's out of the race, he's probably going to endorse Bloomberg, I'm sure. Anyone besides Bloomberg, I know, right? Even Trump at this point. Fuck Bloomberg. What a nightmare. Um, let me check the... Uh, here's the chat from Facebook and Twitch. Don't want to ignore you guys. Your hair looks great today, Dusty. Buddy. Thank you. You're not cutting my hair myself. Like back in the old day, I used to go like super cuts and pay $20 plus tip. And I used to do this shit myself. Ain't that hard to do. I'm a barber and shit. Condoms cost money. That's true. Condoms do cost money. You can get them in bulk from Amazon, though, for like, uh, I don't know, 10 cents a piece. So maybe five cents. They're cheap. Although you might not want to cheap out on condoms. Maybe I should buy the more expensive ones. Don't know. It's all good. Um, all right. Moving on. So we got a lot to cover. Only got 45 minutes to cover. So we got all this shit to cover still. So I don't know how much I'll get, but I'll do it the next show if I don't get it all. Um, God damn it. These people are so fucking weird. Look at these weirdos, man. This is literally the first daughter. It's like they think they're in some kind of movie. It's just, it's so, these people are so pretentious. They act like they're the kings and queens that are ruling us. Watch this shit. It's so unnatural. Oh, I'm going to go and touch the columns. It's a model photo shoot for these people. Why is she representing our country in any way? It's just... Oh, it's so fucking annoying. These I don't want to be ruled, folks. Do you want to be ruled? I don't mind being governed. But I don't want to be ruled by rich assholes who think they're better than me. And you can just tell by their mannerisms how special she thinks she is. You're not special, dude. You were born into a rich family. That's it. You bring nothing to the table. Nothing. And speaking of which... Listen to this motherfucker. It's it's like we live in a fairy tale world where they can literally say anything, regardless of how stupid it is. This motherfucker grew up in New York, was born in New York, grew up in New York to a millionaire father, and went to boarding school. About to talk about how he was in bread lines in socialist countries. Listen to this shit. My book, I mean, my mother escaped a communist country. I, I grew up, I spoke the language. I have friends in, from communist Czechoslovakia. I waited in those, you know, bread lines. I can assure you they are not as glamorous as Bernie and, you know, academia today make them out to be. That's why there's no advocacy. First off, no, you didn't. You never fucking waited in bread line. What are you talking about? And secondly, Bernie doesn't fucking say that bread lines are goddamn glorious. What are you? T- None of this makes any sense. None of this fucking makes any sense. It's so irritating. They can literally say anything. It doesn't matter. Their followers will worship them. It's a cult. It's just the highest level of insanity. Rich people who grew up in New York and went to burning a boarding school, claiming they stood in fucking bread line. It's just. It's so insulting. Yeah, I'm triggered. Want to trigger me? Fucking insult my intelligence. That's how you fucking trigger me, motherfuckers. Hate that shit. And, but these are the kind of people that are supporting them. These are Trump supporters right here. Ignorant and fucking proud. Look at these ignorant motherfuckers. Dude, you're Mexican. The guy behind you got a swastika. 
you're not going to be invited to the goddamn white nation, nation state, dude. You know that, right? The ethno state doesn't have a place for you. Got the Confederate flag, Trump 2020, doing the okay side. Look at these fucking losers. Speaking of which, guarantee ya, this chick is a Trump supporter. So much to unpack. Got my Confederate fucking lunchbox. Look at my Confederate bed. Got a Confederate flag back here. Got, look at all my guns. It's just... Oh, man. It's embarrassing to be an American sometimes. I swear to fucking God, dude. And uh, did you guys know that Keanu Reeves is a Trump supporter? True story. Maryland Bike Show this past weekend with Keanu. Apparently, he restores antique bikes and is a Trump supporter. True story, folks. Absolutely true. This is definitely Keanu Reeves. You can see it for yourself. Believe it. Fuck you, Keanu Reeves. Can't believe you're a Trump supporter. I'm so disappointed in you. Obviously, Keanu Reeves. And next up, save this clip for the next time that any Republican howls about how oversight on the criminal White House is taking valuable time away from Congress. You know, Trump's always like, the do-nothing Congress. They do-nothing Congress. There's literally 395 bills that have passed the House. And they're not going to pass them in the fucking Senate because, uh, you know, that's the way it works, right? They have complete control. They can shut that shit down. Democrats say there are 395 House bills that passed the House and have been kind of rejected or sitting in the Senate. Uh, is that true, number one? And two, can anything get moved forward? Well, it is true. They're right. We're not going to pass those. Democrats say there are three. Yeah, not going to pass those. And look, this guy right here should be an example to all of you when you reach a certain age. I had to quit dyeing my hair eventually. When you reach a certain age and you dye your hair this color black, it looks so stupid. You're not fooling anybody. You don't look younger. It makes you look older in a way. It really, it's like you got fucking crude oil poured on your fucking head. This is the Steven Seagal look. It's not a good look, dude. Age gracefully, you fucks. And, uh, the corruption is just in your face now. Now that he's been impeached and he knows the government is not going to hold him accountable for anything he does, he's just going directly in fucking public. I'm seeing Governor Cuomo today at the White House. He must understand that national security far exceeds politics. New York must stop all of its unnecessary lawsuits and harassment. Start cleaning itself up, lowering taxes, build relationships, but don't bring Fredo. He's basically like, yeah, you guys got to stop investigating me. Stop the lawsuits against me. I'm a king. I can do what I want. And Adam Schiff is exactly right here. Trump abused his power to coerce Ukraine into announcing investigations for his personal benefit by freezing military aid. Now he's using his powers to coerce states to stop investigations into him and his businesses. Different corrupt purposes, same corrupt president. He's just doing it out in the open. Doesn't matter anymore, folks. Drain the swamp, right? It's just, you know, what can you say? Our country is the laughing stock of the world, and it should be. It really should be. I used to make fun of, like, uh, Baghdad Bob and Iraq, but that's exactly what we have now. The same exact bullshit. People like Rush Limbaugh are given the Medal of Freedom, right? The highest honor that can be given to a civilian. And this motherfucker still going out public saying stuff like, man, Mr. Man, Trump will have fun with, Pete, with Buttigieg because he's kissing his husband. Homophobic goddamn bullshit. Then he went out and said, um, 
asked how parents would explain to their kids Pete Buttigieg kissing his husband. Easy. They're in love and they're married. So what the fuck? What do you mean you have to explain it to them? And I like this, uh, this response. This is a perfect response right here. How will I explain a gay president kissing his husband to my kids? I don't know, Karen. Probably the same way you did the pussy grabbing. Isn't that harder to explain? Why the president is bragging about grabbing women's pussies without even asking? I don't even ask. I just do it. And they let you do it when you're famous. They let you. You can explain that to your fucking kids, but you can't explain two people being gay? Well, that seems like a you fucking problem, motherfucker. Grow the fuck up. And, uh, good Lord, our president is such a fucking embarrassment. So, in the last episode, not the last, the episode four last of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry David wore a MAGA hat in order to get people to not talk to him because people who wear MAGA hats are obviously shitheads, and he wore MAGA hat to let everybody know he's a shithead, so they wouldn't talk to him. Even though he doesn't support Trump, he just wore it because he wanted to be left alone. So there's a scene on Curb Your Enthusiasm where a biker gets road rage and mad at him and uh, runs up to him and starts screaming at him. So to get rid of the biker, he basically puts on the MAGA hat to show the biker that he's like one of him. Like, I'm one of you. I'm a shithead like you. So the biker lets him go. And so, of course, Trump retweets it, not knowing that the entire thing is supposed to make fun of Trump. And he's like, tough guys for Trump. Good God, you're a fucking moron. We have a fucking 12-year-old as the leader of the free world. Trump just shared a video of an unhinged, violent MAGA chud who is so stupid that he falls for an obvious joke as if it's a good thing. It's just so embarrassing, folks. But, of course, he got 250,000 likes for not understanding a joke because it doesn't matter. Reality means nothing to these people. They live in their own fucking world. And they asked Larry David about, uh, about his MAGA hat wearing, and this is what he had to say. Awesome response. It's a little bit of a political question, but obviously a big part of this show is the MAGA hat. The first show, yeah. Right. Um, there are people that wear the MAGA hat and like what the MAGA hat represents. Are yeah. you afraid about alienating them? They could be fans of the show. Alienate yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. So, go and alienate. You have my blessing. No, I could give a fuck. There's <laughs> a little bit of a yep. political question. I could give a fuck. I don't even want Trump supporters as my fans. It's exactly how I feel. Larry David does not need you as a fan. He don't need your money. He got that side for money. So fuck off. And uh, I guess that's all I'm going to talk about. Trump right now. National embarrassment Trump. Anybody but Trump or Mike Bloomberg. Can't believe these are the choices they're trying to give us. First it was Biden and now it's Bloomberg. Can't Ruby 499 says, if we don't get rid of all these assholes, we owe England and King George a big apology. I know, right? We're going to have to reintegrate ourselves into England eventually. Be ruled by kings like the olden days because we pretty much already are. Thank you, Cam Ruby. More super chats, please, please. eBay, eBay, eBay. Um, love your show. Please keep up with excellent work, says Robert Leslie Jr. Thank you, Robert Leslie Jr. Appreciate that. Larry David is a fucking man. Yep. The new season has been pretty good of Kirby Enthusiasm. I just got through watching that earlier tonight, in fact. New season is back, if you guys don't know. So check that out if you want to. Larry David's whole comedy style is alienation. I know, right? It works for him. Playing the dick, definitely working for him. All right. 
continue on with the show. Got another 35 minutes. I still got a lot of shit to cover. So uh, this aged well. This is a real tweet. This guy named Colin Browning back on uh, February 2nd said, Brilliant weekend celebrating Brexit. Not been on here much. Sank a few yesterday down the local after an enthralling match down to the King Power. Where are they? Anyway, he's basically saying, yeah, celebrating Brexit. Brexit is awesome. And then he posts this. Got 29, almost 30,000 likes. Absolutely disgusting service at the Schiffo Airport. 55 minutes we have been stood in the immigration queue. This isn't the Brexit I voted for. Hmm. You don't say. It's not going well for you. This is exactly the Brexit you voted for, motherfucker. This is what people were warning you of. I never thought the lepers would eat my face, said the man who voted for the leopards eating my face party. It's exactly what you voted for, dipshit. Hoisted by your own petard. You love to see it. That was the same shit. And uh, next up. This is one of the guys, I think this Virgil, Texas guy is one of the uh, Chapo Trap House dudes, also known as the Dirtbag Left, and I'm not really into the Dirtbag Left, folks. I don't really get it. It's like a lot of the same toxic behavior that the anti-SDWs did and the skeptic community turned into, and now they basically embrace this same attitude in the left, and he took a lot of shit for this. At the Buttigieg staff party in Concord, the mood is not happy. And it looks to me like this is some kind of homophobic rape shit. And that's the way a lot of people took it. Now, apparently this is from a movie about fascism. And I guess the whole point of this picture was to basically call Buttigieg a fascist. And it's not supposed to be homophobic, but obviously most people don't know what this is from. And so they took it as homophobia. And so he should be way more careful. So this dude took shit for this. Um, and he probably should have. You got to be more careful with your memes, especially if you're posting memes that no one knows the fuck you're talking about. This doesn't look good. It looks like you're being homophobic. So I don't know. And uh, holy shit, these people are beyond parody. Candace Owen contradicts herself within 10 minutes of each other. Complete 100% contradiction. They will literally say anything. This is a classic example of double think where you hold two competing ideas in your head, both of which cannot be true at the same time, but you believe they're both true because it fits your narrative and your ideology. Listen to this shit. And, and it's, it's, to me, it's unbelievably insulting to minorities to call everything racist. Um, there's not a better time to live in society as a black person than there is today. Um, and I- is black America uh, more productive or more successful today than we were 60 years ago since we've accepted that all we're going to be are victims? No, we're actually worse off today than we were 60 years ago. <laughs> it's never been a better time to be a black person than today, except for 60 years ago when it was way better. What the fuck is it? Which is it? They'll just say anything, folks. It doesn't matter. Reality doesn't matter to these folks. It, and it doesn't matter to people that follow them either. It's just about tribalism. As long as what you're saying seemingly shits on the left, you're gold! Have money! Throw money at this! Become millionaires! The grift keeps on grifting. And <laughs> now we're going to get into the, uh, the transphobia shit. Here's a televangelist, Rick Wiles, explaining why the Jews are behind the whole new trans rights movement. You know it's true, folks. It's the Jews who are trying to make you guys accepting of trans people. 
Does the transgender movement get its origin in Zionism? Yes, it gets its origin in Zionism and it gets its origin in the Talmud, Zohar and Kabbalah. It's a Kabbalistic doctrine of Adam Kadmon, which is uh, eventually they have this doctrine called Tikkun Olam, repairing the world. Yes. So how do they want to repair the world? They want to bring it to the original. Who was original? Adam, he was androgynous. So now they're putting specific things in food and drink, and they're uh, basically their end game is to make um, humans that on Earth that will survive whatever it is they're bringing uh, androgynous. The, Transgender agenda. What they're really trying to do is undo God's creation. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So they are at they are at odds with the Creator. Right. That's right, folks. The Jews are putting things in our food and water to make us more androgynous so that we become more like Adam because Adam was androgynous in order to undo God's plan. That's just crazy enough to work. Nailed it. Absolutely, that's what's happening. Fucking transgender people trying to undo God's work by putting shit in our food. Oh my good lord. This is America, yo. Amazing and uh, more transphobic shit. The new dirtbag left. These are these are really the, the people you guys are supporting on the left. These are the new left heroes. This guy has a fucking podcast that gets four hundred thousand views on his fucking podcast. Genuine question: Is it considered transphobic to think that people born biologically male that have transitioned to female should not compete against females in competitive sports? Yes. It is transphobic because part of transphobia is spreading unwarranted fear. And it is unwarranted fear to think that cis women cannot compete with trans women in sports. Not only can they, they do it and they dominate. By every single metric, cis women are dominating trans women in sport. And if you do think it's transphobic, then do you acknowledge that they may have an unfair competitive advantage? If so, what is the solution? It's fine. No trans woman has ever won a gold medal. No trans woman has ever set an overall world record. Now, yes, in a over 40 league, there are some, there's one particular trans woman, I think, who has a record or something. And in an over 40 cycling league, there is a trans woman who won a competition. But no overall world records, period, in any sport in the world have been set by trans women. So, yes, yes, this is just transphobic bullshit nonsense Ethan Klein is spreading. And, uh, of course, when Blair White starts agreeing with you, she's like, no, it's just common sense. When Blair White gets 5,000 likes agreeing with you, Ethan Klein, doesn't that give you pause? Doesn't that make you think, hmm, am I a shithead here? If the Aunt Tammy of the trans community, the biggest fucking sellout in the history of the trans community, comes on and starts agreeing with you, doesn't that make you think that maybe you're a fucking dickhead? Maybe reassess, maybe course correct, motherfucker. And all these goddamn lefties who are supporting shitheads like this, why? Why are you doing it? There are better options. Stop immediately. Cease, assholes. Fuck. Sorry, but it's so annoying. These people are the fucking most popular goddamn people in the fucking left community. It's the exact same shitheads that fucking ruin the skeptic community. It's the same toxic behavior. What is wrong with you people? Aren't you tired of this shit yet? 
Can't we evolve past this toxic bullshit? Can't we pick better fucking representatives for our fucking side? Fuck! Sorry, I'm just annoyed. Let's fucking transform these people. We should be them supporting, lifting up the most vulnerable class in society. God damn it. All right, anyway. And Ted Cruz is a fucking liar, of course. Here's Ted Cruz. Yikes! A government big enough to give you everything is big enough to take everything. Literally! Alabama Democrat proposes bill mandating all men have vasectomies at the age of 50 or after third child. So basically, this uh, Alabama Democrat posted this joke legislation that she never expected to pass. But she did this to make fun of people like Ted Cruz who want to legislate women's reproductive rights to have an abortion. So she did this basically to illustrate the hypocrisy, knowing that they would vote this down in a heartbeat, but will still try to pass anti-abortion legislation. And of course, he's lying about it. He knows that this is not meant to pass. He knows that she's doing this to make an example out of him. But he's lying about this to his constituents. He's got 26,000 likes for this. Because this is the, how the game is played, folks. He knows his low-information voters aren't smart enough to know the truth behind this and won't actually go look. And he can lie to them and fool them and get more fucking votes. Slimy as fuck. Conservatives, dudes. Like, if you're a conservative and you're supporting these people, fucking shame on you. It's so ridiculous, man. Frustrating. And gonna talk about Jordan Peterson a little bit. I wonder when this, uh, when this interview took place. I wonder if it'll say if I click on it. Maybe. Let's see. I'd be curious to know because in this interview, he claims that he doesn't take antidepressants. But his daughter says that he, she has been, he, he's been taking antidepressants for a long-ass time. So I guess it's not going to show. But anyway, it's hard to believe that this is a conservative self-help guru. The guy seems like the most miserable person I've ever seen in my life. Yet this is the person that you guys are taking self-help advice from? Listen how miserable this dude sounds. Are you still eating your all-beef diet? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> really, just just beef. Not. Can you have... Oh, shit. It went quiet. Fuck. Let me try it again. Let's watch it again. It's so funny. Let's start it over again. Look how miserable he is. This is, this is really the guy you guys are getting life advice from? Seriously? Are you still eating your all-beef diet? Unfortunately, yes. Really, just just beef. Not. Can you have like ketchup no, on it? Nothing. Right. Yes, I wouldn't. It isn't something I would lightly recommend. It's a little hard on your social life. Makes traveling quite difficult, and it's dull as hell. But, but. But what's it? What has it done for you? Well, I lost fifty pounds in seven months. I stopped snoring. I had some autoimmune conditions that seem to have gone away. I'm not taking antidepressants. My mood isn't perfectly regulated, but I'm under a fair bit of stress, so that might have something to do with it. Yeah, dude, you're in the hospital right now in Russia, and you can't walk or type because of your benzo addiction. Holy fucking shit, why do people listen to this miserable motherfucker? It's insane. His own advice clearly does not work for even him. What's wrong with you people? It's hilariously sad. And, uh, 
let's shit on Tim Pool a little bit. Tim Pool last year was like, man, it really grinds their gears that I'm an anti-identitarian social liberal who supports Bernie Sanders in 2016. Never supported Trump. Don't like Trump. Probably would support Bernie again if he runs. Nope, you lying fuck. Look at this shit. Look at the propaganda this motherfucker puts out. Look at the numbers he gets for this propaganda. Democrats are selling their souls to defeat Trump. Donald Trump's revenge has the swamp in full panic mode. Oscar Terra backfires. It's just all Trump propaganda all day long. That's all the fuck he puts out. It's just the most cringy shit, man. And even other alt-right identitarians think he's ridiculous. Here's uh, Endeavor, who was another right-wing shithead. If you watch all of Timcast's videos, you end up believing Trump was going to be unanimously elected God Emperor of the planet. It's exactly what it seems like. Trump reaches highest approvals as Dems self-destruct. Terry's speech backfiring on Nancy Pelosi, Democrats' Timcast. Trump counteroffenses pushes Democrats' peg to the limit. Now, the reason I have to, I feel the need to point this shit out and to expose Tim Pool all the time is because Tim Pool has been using the same exact grift that Sargon used. For years, as I pointed out, that Sargon is obviously a Republican. Sargon is obviously on the right. He continuously said, no, man, I'm actually a lefty. I'm just calling out my own side. You have to clean up your own house first. And his fans continuously shit on me for telling the truth about him. They're like, no, Dusty. He's like, David. He's a liberal. So fuck all you guys. So finally, Sargon had to drop this pretense because it was just too stupid. After a while, it gets too obvious. The grift gets too obvious, and you have to let it go. And eventually, Tim Pool has to let go of this grift. I think he's already starting to do it. This, this, this ruse that he's pretending that he's somehow on the left when it's obviously clear he is a right-wing shithead who makes right-wing propaganda. And like I've said plenty of times before, it's important to point this out. The right literally made him a millionaire. Tim Pool is a millionaire right now because... The right-wing shitheads that support his work donated over a million dollars to him so he could pump out this propaganda. He's making bank, folks. It's so frustrating to watch these lying, grifting assholes be so successful. And look, he doesn't research anything. He has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. 70% of Iowa and New Hampshire Dems said they support Medicare for all. Tell me more about how the Democratic base is so moderate and Bernie Sanders has a hard ceiling. And so he's like, it could be. That they excise the moderates. People like me, for instance. 9.4 Obama voters switched for Trump. And it's looking like Dem turnout is down. But no, Dem turnout is up. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. And they're like, uh, check your numbers, dude. Dem turnout is up. And he's like, oh, wow, yeah. Looking huge, actually. Nevada's going to get really interested. Yeah. You know what the fuck you're talking about. You never know what the fuck you're talking about. No wonder you're one of the main voices on the right for putting out propaganda. They love to be lied to. He'd love to fucking lick boots. And folks, if you, you want to know why televangelists love Trump so much? Because they know he's never going to come after them. They know that they can say anything. They can con people as hard as they fucking want to. And the government will never get involved to stop them. Case in point, here's Pastor Jim Baker telling people that his bullshit silver solution cures the, what is it called? The coronavirus. Coronavirus. Can I pronounce it? Coronavirus within 12 hours. How can this be legal, folks? How can he get away with this? Well, he gets away with this because our government will never do anything to stop these motherfuckers. This influenza that is now circling the globe, you're saying that 
silver solution would be effective. Well, let's say it hasn't been tested on this strain of the coronavirus, but it's been tested on other strains yeah. of the coronavirus and has been uh, able to eliminate it within 12 hours. Yeah. Totally yeah. eliminate it, kills it, and deactivates it. Yeah. And then it boosts your immune system, so then you can support the recovery, because when you kill the virus, then the immune system comes into action to clear it out. So you want a vibrant immune system as well as an ability to deactivate these viruses. So this should be false advertising, right? These people should be fined and jailed for this, for counting people out of money. But if you do it in the name of God, you can literally get away with anything in this country. It's just insane. But, you know, that's why they love Trump. He's never going to do anything about it. He definitely doesn't have the American people's best interests at heart, for sure. And uh, I guess I'll skip over that one. Let me skip over that one, too. Got to get going here. I only got 20 minutes left. Um, so, remember Re Rebecca, what was her name? Rebecca Black? That's her name. The girl that's saying, Friday, Friday, gotta go out on Friday. That song that she got mocked repeatedly for. Well, she put out this post. It said, nine years ago today, a music video for a song called Friday was uploaded to the internet. Above all things, I just wish I could go back and talk to my 13-year-old self who was terribly ashamed of herself and afraid of the world. To my 15-year-old self who felt like she had nobody to talk to about the depression she faced. To my 17-year-old self who would get to school only to get food thrown at her and her friends. To my 19-year-old self who had almost every producer songwriter tell me they'd never work with me. Hell, to myself a few days ago who felt disgusting when she looked in the mirror. I'm trying to remind myself more and more that every day is a new opportunity to shift your reality and lift your spirit. You are not defined by any one choice or thing. Time heals and nothing is finite. It's a process. That's never too late to begin. And so here we go. This might be a weird thing to post, but this on but the honesty feels good, if nothing else. And kudos to her. And she posted a picture of herself. And damn, man, I kind of want to go out on Friday. Looking good. Got the Uma Thurman hairstyle going. She's definitely grown up nicely. So feel confident in yourself, girl. You looking good. Love to see that. And like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Like. But Lizzo, what the fuck? Lizzo's like, Lizzo on double standards for critiquing men's body versus women. We don't talk about your dick sizes, do we? What the fuck? Yes, you do. You girls constantly talk about guys' dick sizes. Constantly make fun of dudes for having small dicks. What the fuck are you even talking about? Got 136,000 likes. Should have got more likes. That's just nonsense, girl. What the fuck is you talking about? Holy shit. And I feel sorry for these QAnon people. You know what QAnon is? QAnon is that conspiracy theory that Trump is not actually an idiot, but is a super genius who just pretends to be dumb for something, 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 something. Anyway, these people believe in this shit so much that they lose their family and friends over it, and they still don't hesitate to believe in it for one second. Like this person, profane, deplorable. I've lost everyone during my awakening. Oh, my God. I realized my family is part of the cabal. And the hospital I worked at is Cabal Run. Been a rough time. Hang in there. We are pulling into the parking lot. And I feel sorry to these people because, like, I know they have mental illness. I don't want to make fun of them. I, I just want them to get help or something. Join the club, brother patriot. Lost several friends, myself, and family. Thinks I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. It doesn't help matters that this has to move at such a snail's pace. Yeah, there's a reason it's moving at snail's pace. Because it's not true. 
You guys are just believing anything. It's just so sad. 2017, I pushed hard on Facebook, immediately demonized at work and at home. I didn't care. Still holding the line to this day. I die on this hill. God bless all the others that have held the line. My friends blocked me and became silent. Dudes, like, this ain't it, chief. Seriously, I feel bad for you, but you're in a cult, man. The internet was a mistake. And uh, apparently, District Attorney Jackie Lacey announced the dismissal of 66,000 marijuana conventions and convictions in L.L. County, a move to undo decades of drug enforcement that disproportionately targeted people of color year after year after California voters legalized weed. There should be more than that. They should be restorative justice. They should pay these people for putting them in jail for marijuana, in my opinion. And they should do this nationwide. And they should start putting people in jail who put these people in jail. The district attorney who prosecuted people for smoking a plant that makes them happy. The cops that busted them. Put all these motherfuckers in jail. Make examples out of them, in my opinion. Absolutely ridiculous that it's ever been illegal, but at least they're starting to turn the tide a little bit and doing something about it. I guess every little bit helps. And uh, skip that one. I'm going to show you guys some ideas I had for my rebranding of the show. The Dusty Smith show I was thinking of. Maybe something with the cats. Maybe a... Uh, Instead of this Colonel Sanders picture, which I put as a joke, just because I sort of look like this Colonel Sanders character, and people all the time tell me I look like Colonel Sanders. Um, maybe another anime character that's drawn to be me. I don't know. I may leave it the podcast since I've already built up this brand. Another idea I had, people were suggesting I call the show The Left Turn with Dusty Smith. And I kind of like that name, but at the same time, I'm kind of reticent to connect my show to the left. Because it kind of like locks me into one position when like I, I like to be more fluid and take things position by position as they come instead of just like uh, lump myself in with a particular side. So I don't know. Somebody else said I should call myself All That's Left with Dusty Smith. Maybe. Don't know. I'm open to suggestion. What you guys have to think about that. And this dude, man, this dude is insanely talented. Holy shit. How do people even envision stuff like this? I can't draw a fucking stick figure. Like People like this exist in the world. Mind-blowing. So I guess he painted like, I don't know, looks like uh, glue or something on there. And then he's putting sand, I guess, on top of the glue in a particular pattern. How does this mind even work to, to see this? Just wait. Wait for it. Your mind is about to be blown, and then he like puts more sand, brown sand on here, and a certain pattern, and leaves off certain places, puts it on certain places, and then more sand over the top of the whole thing. Uh-oh, it's going to pause. Don't pause for the big reveal. Come on. We were so close. We were so close to the big reveal. Do it. What the fuck? God damn it, internet. Oh, my fucking God. What is happening here? Oh, motherfucker, come on. You're kidding me. Play the fucking video, you stupid son of a fuck. All right, and then he, there he goes. Then he brushes it off and boom, underneath, look. How the fuck did he do that? That's incredible. Once again, sand on it, bust it off, boom. It's a portrait of a black queen. Hell yeah. Whatever money that dude's making, it's not enough money. Give that dude more money immediately. Genius level shit. And uh, this is pretty cool. 
Obviously, this is CGI shit, but they're getting really good with the CGI stuff. Got whales floating over the fucking city. And they're like, please stop killing us. Yes. Do not kill whales. These motherfuckers are smart. Also, maybe think about not eating animals. That's also a good idea. Don't want to be too preachy about it, but, uh, or maybe just one day a week, eat vegetarian. Better for the environment, better for the animals. Just saying. That's my recommendation. All right, let's take a break. Read the chats real quick. Chat, 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 chats. Awesome gaming, $5. Do you think Bernie Sanders will lose because of cheating? I don't know. The DNC might have a broker convention and choose somebody else other than him. And if that happens, man, <sighs> riding in the streets. I don't know, dudes. I don't know how I'm going to handle that shit. I'm, about to, I'm probably just going to get drunk, get really fucking drunk for the rest of my life. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Thanks for that. Cat Ruby 399 brought to you by Jim Jones Seltzer Water. I heard that. Making fun of uh, drinking silver to cure the coronavirus. I just don't know how the fuck they get away with that, man. They need to start drinking their own Kool-Aid, in my opinion. V-Station 299, or 2009, gave me $5. says, Trends They say they want you successful, but then they make it stressful. You start keeping up, they start changing up the tempo. Most stuff, and that is most definitely true. Great point. Thank you, Beast Nation. Adam Wright, $4. Beef and benzos are the key to a happy, healthy life. It doesn't seem like it's working for him. He can't walk or type anymore. Seems like his daughter is just doing some kind of Munchausen by proxy, making him sick, trying to kill him so she can take all his money. I don't know. That's my theory. I want to stay away from your daughter there, Jordan Peterson. Uh, B-Station 2009, $5. Good to see you. Good to see you, B-Station. How you doing? Late as fuck tuning in to the show after a post-work nap. Let the money respect rain. The power of love compels you. I appreciate that. You've had a good show so far. Be sure to check out what you missed on the repeat. Love you, Beast Nation. That's all the super chats. Thank you. Ten minutes left of the show, so last chance to get in your super chats. If you want to immortalize yourself on the show forever, your message will live forever when people are watching this show a million years from now, which you know they're going to do. Have you ever been to L.A., Dusty? Yes, I've been to L.A. I've done some podcasts in L.A. and hung out in San Francisco for a while. I actually did a sold-out show in San Diego one time. It was pretty fucking cool. Um... I don't understand why they think they're awake because they've been red-pilled and shit or whatever it is. That's what always annoys me when these lefties say, that dude was bread-pilled. You're using the exact same language that the alt-right uses and the alt-light, the left-wing, the right-wing shitheads. I don't know why you guys do that all the time. It's really annoying. Um, all right. Finish up the show. Got 10 minutes. Want to see the most rock and roll thing you guys are ever going to see in your life? I'm not a big fan of KISS, but this shit's rock and roll as fuck. So boom, and then his hair catches on fire, and he's just sitting there singing. He's just sitting there singing, the baby comes over and tries to, <laughs> tries to put it out, and he can't do it. And he's like, go put that motherfucker's hair out. So they go put his hair out. He don't even blink. He's just still singing. Hair on fire and everything. No, he's probably got a wig on. He probably got a thick-ass wig, and so it don't bother him as much, but... Rock and roll as fuck. Gotta hand it to you. That's some baller shit right there. And this woman's niece apparently is obsessed with Target. So much so that they had her birthday party, her eighth birthday party at Target. They got little Target shirts for all the kids. 
little name tags for the kids. They had a scavenger hunt where they put items throughout the store that they had to go get and then put back where they belong, like they were real employees at Target. And then they gave all the kids um, gift cards and let them go buy what they want and let the little girl check them out. At the checkout stand, here, look at y'all happy. She's like doing the dance from, uh, what is it, Old Town Road? Cute as shit. Peak capitalism, but also cute as shit. And, uh, yeah, I want to see this chick's medicine cabinet. Holy shit. Got a fake smile and overdoing everything. She must be high as fuck on benzos. Look how much work. I mean, that's way too much trouble, woman. Holy shit, you're going overboard. That's a cute dog, though. Cute as shit dog, but good lord. Rich people, rich white people. Fake smile. What are you covering up? But there's bodies in her basement or some shit. And I agree with the serfs, man. I have never wanted to fuck a burger more. McDonald's really wants us to fuck our food. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go buy me an Impossible Whopper and stick my dick in it. Weird as shit, McDonald's. That's some weird shit, dude. And here's our Eat the Rich story for the day. Jeff Bezos bought the most expensive property in L.A. with an eighth of 1% of his net worth. If you made $60,000 a year, that's like spending $75 on a house. This house cost $165 million. Just bought it like it was nothing. Just, okay, sure, I'll pick that up. He just spent $80 million on a couple apartments that he's been renovating. $80 million! And so he's like, no, I need a $165 million house too on top of that. What a dickhead, man! You know how many people are suffering in the world? How many people are hungry? How many people are going bankrupt because of lack of health care? How many homeless people there are? I can't imagine being this big of a dickhead. I just cannot imagine being this, this big of a piece of shit. How do you live with yourself? How do you wake up in the morning being this big of a fucking scumbag? Gotta tax these motherfuckers. I think we should nationalize Amazon at this point. Like, I'm not even for, like, I'm not a communist or even a socialist. Um, but when it comes to Jeff Bezos, I say take all that shit. I say once you reach a certain level of dickhead, once you reach the level of a Bond villain, take all your shit and put you in jail. Fuck you. That's all I gotta say about it. And Five minutes left. I'm, I'm going to cover the rest of this on the next show, I think. Let me skip ahead to um, the palate cleansers. I guess I'll do a couple palate cleansers and I'll finish up with the chats. Let's see here. I can't remember if I showed this in the last show or not, but uh, apparently Pokemon Go was trying to get people killed. Why not step outside for a bit? Because it's a tornado war to Pokemon Go. They're like, well, that's where all the best Pokemon are. You can find a rare skitty if you go into the eye of the tornado. Fuck you, Pokemon Go. You ain't getting me killed. Hell no, nah, I'll see right through that shit. And uh I don't think these guys are thinking this shit through enough. Stomp my flag, I'll eat your ass. Uh, do you want me to stomp the flag or not? Because I like having my ass eaten a little bit, so I don't know, dude. I guess his other shirt, build the wall or I'll guard your balls, was at the dry cleaners, dude. Hard to believe this shit is real, but it's Trump supporters, so uh, nothing surprises me anymore, to be honest with you. And man, you may be cool, but you will never be chandeliers for your car lights cool. I totally want this shit. Dude, save some women for the rest of us. 
Talk about a panty dropper. Baller as fuck. Two baller for me. And, uh, man, these deep fakes are getting creepy and good as shit, man. Somebody deep faked Back to the Future and they put Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. in the roles. Incredible. Hopefully they won't copyright me if I show you a little bit. I'm going to skip around so they don't copyright it. But look, they got Tom Holland in there. And Robert, look, Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. as the doc. And that shit looks real as fuck. So like I talk about all the time, eventually, 10 years from now, you'll be able to select a movie and then you'll be able to select who, what actor you want in the movie. So it'll be like The Matrix. Let's watch The Matrix. And like, well, who you want to star in it? Uh, not Keanu Reeves. Let's have Tom Cruise star in The Matrix. And then it'll be Tom Cruise starring in The Matrix. That's what the future's going to be like, folks. Someday, I'll be able to star in The Matrix. If any of you want to watch that, I'll be Neo as fuck. Can't wait for that shit. And a couple pilot cleansers to finish off the show with. This dog's owner just disappeared. Look, she just runs in. Let me start over again. She just runs in and covers herself with a blanket. The dog's like, wait a minute. Where the fuck she go? Where you at? What the fuck? Some voodoo shit here. Magic as fuck. Has no clue. Dogs are kind of dumb a little bit, I think. I'm starting to think dogs are dumb. Reminds me of Molly today when I was out there explaining to those kids how dog sex works while they were ass to ass knotted up inside her. She was just smiling her ass off, all happy with herself. She's like, I got fucked. I don't care what you say, daddy. I got fucked and I'm happy. It's like, that's a bad girl, Molly. Anyway, finish out this one. Cutest shit, little sock thief. Look at this little sock thief. Yeah, gonna steal your sock. Got it. I got it from you. It's mine now. That's my sock. You get that little sock, you sock thief. Cute as fuck. Love it, love it, love it. So that's it, folks. The material I didn't cover, I will cover on the next show, hopefully. Or maybe I'll do another show this week. I'm thinking about starting to do a show like at 8 o'clock in the morning, doing a morning show for my European viewers and doing a late show. So I do two different times, types of times a day. I think that might be the best way to do it. Um, so... What do you guys think? Should I do shows continue on Monday and Friday, or should I switch the shows up? Maybe do uh, Tuesday and Friday, or Monday and Thursday. I'm open to suggestions. You guys, let me know what you think. So that's it for the show, folks. Let me read the super chats and the regular chats. We'll finish the show off. Drag over, motherfucker. Do it. Why are you not dragging over? Oh my god, you better drag over immediately. I'm gonna fucking go crazy. Cool. All right. Last of the super chats. Great show, Dustin. Thank you, Ben Davis. I appreciate. You guys so much supporting me and let me do this. It's a pleasure to be able to entertain you. Also, gave me $5. Do you think Bernie Sanders will lose because of cheating? I already read that. So thank you guys. Appreciate everybody who supported me in Super Chat tonight. You guys rock. Let me check the regular chats. Scroll down. Scroll down. Oh, all right. Let's see. Um, that's not real. Everyone knows that whales obey traffic lights. That's true. I know it's not real, but it's still cool as fuck. Monday and Friday is good. Okay. Everybody likes Monday and Friday. What do you think about different times? You guys let me know through uh, Twitter at CultaDusty1, CultaDusty1, CultaDusty1. That's my Twitter. Also, you guys, be sure to go to Twitch, Twitch TV, front slash Dusty Smith. There's a link in the description of the video. Be sure to go follow me on Twitch because I'm doing exclusive content on Twitch now. Um, I'm basically, if you guys want to talk to me, you can talk to me. I take live calls when I'm playing game on, games on Twitch. 
So if you guys want to bitch at me or debate me or compliment me, whatever you want to say to me, you can literally say anything you want to me. I take all the fucking calls on Twitch. So be sure to follow me on Twitch. Look out for my gaming streams. And then, hey, call me. You know, we'll talk. We'll have some nice chats. I've had a few nice chats with you guys so far. Um, I love you guys so much. Be sure to check out the Viking Lair for all your Viking needs. Promo code DUSTY for 15% off. Be sure to support these guys since they are the only ones who have stepped up to be a supporter of the show. Really appreciate that. And as always, be sure, if you can, a dollar or two a month, whatever you can ask and afford. Like I said, I've lost a couple hundred dollars. The money's going down, and I really, you know, if I want to do this show, I'm not making any money off the ads, so I need to be supported by the viewers. So please consider supporting the show so I can continue to run my animal sanctuary on Patreon, patreon.com, which is podcast. Like I said, a dollar to a month, whatever you guys can afford. Really appreciate it. I'll be back on Friday, if not sooner. I'll be doing live streams this week on Twitch, so I'll be back sooner for those of you on Twitch. But for those of you on YouTube, I will be back on Friday. We're going to bring Comedy Potato back Friday. This time, I promise. I promise if I do a show on Friday, I'll bring Comedy Potato back. I've missed the last couple Friday shows. I'm going to try to not miss this show. Hopefully, nothing will come up. So, Comedy Potato coming back. He's going to insult the shit out of me. It's going to be fucking awesome. Man, I love you guys so fucking much. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for being with me tonight. It's been a pleasure. See you guys on Friday. Until then, as always, trans rights, logic, and love to you all. Good night, everybody.